Welcome back to the Cake Dish Podcast, girl, on our brand new day, new day vibes, big hump day vibes, big Wednesday vibes. Let, let's see how we like this. Let's see how this looks for us. You know, let's see what the vibes are. We're doing our thing on, on Wednesdays now, right? Big middle of the week vibes. I've been saying for a minute, we switching over to a new day, girl. The day has finally come. So what is tea? You know, we're going to see how we like our new day or whatever. Let's see what it gives. Let's see how it looks for us. Welcome. Welcome back to the Cake Dish Podcast. Mamas. Just getting back from Houston. Um, doing a little book networking out there. I will honestly say, with all my upcoming trips planned with um promoting the book and all that good stuff, this trip to Houston feels like a really successful work trip, and it feels exactly how I think I want all of my work trips to look. It was literally perfect for me. So, let me let me get the names queued up. Hold on. I want to give everybody their moment. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, girl. Y'all know how it is by allergies. I'm sorry. Y'all know how y'all know how I am. They've been kicking my ass literally since probably Saturday. Um, okay. Cuz I want to give this center their proper shine. So, Went out to Houston. Before I even got to Houston, I had called up a lot of different black-owned bookstores, independently-owned bookstores. And I really was just asking them, like, hey, you know, can I put my books in your store type shit. And I didn't really realize there's, like, a whole process you got to go through. And they want you to get with the wholesalers, and rightfully so. So... Probably after New York, I'm going to spend a lot of time on the computer trying to figure out how to navigate that space and how to really get my book on these book wholesaler websites where bookstores actually order from and market it that way. So learned a lot, but one place in particular who showed me a lot of love and was like, please bring your books to us was the, um, I just had the name, girl, and I just closed it. So it's the Shrine Cultural and Event Center, right? And this center is in Houston, and it's so unique because it's a black-owned bookstore. It's half black-owned bookstore and half black-owned art store. So when you walk in to the Shrine Cultural Center. On your left is nothing but black art, black gorgeous ass statues and um, pictures and just black artwork from dope black artists showcased in their center. And then to the right are the black on black written books. So, Shout out to I Miss Naila. I had spoken with her a couple weeks ago. And then I talked to her again when I landed in Houston. She was like, come on. She let me put rack cards on the display case. Let me put a cute little display at the front desk. And then she let me put my books in her store. So if you in Houston, you want to get a copy of my novel, In the Wicked We Trust, you can do so at the Shrine Cultural and Event Center. They open on Saturdays just a good group of people like when I say showed me so much love and didn't have to 
I'm talking about, man, like, they didn't have to do that. And they did it. And it was just, it, it was just good vibes. It was gorgeous vibes. I can't wait to go there for one of their events. They do, like, a black author's pop-up shop type of thing in their space. So, I just can't wait to go back out there and be with them. You feel me? Like, and just just participate in one of their events you know when you find good people like that who just willing to help you and willing to show love and all she wanted was for me to just tag just make sure you tag us on instagram make sure you promote that your book is in our store on instagram i'm with that of course i've been on instagram all day anyway so that is of course that is the least that i can do for them allowing me to put my book in there because so many people told me no So many people told me no, and then so many people told me, hey, girl, you know, you got to follow application and do this, this, and the third, and which I respect that, too. But they were the only people who were like, yes, bring the book. We got you. It's good. So I'm just so appreciative of that, and I sold two books while in Houston, one of the guys from the podcast that I did shout out the Studio Fifty Six podcast, um, Big Antoine Pokey grabbed a book for me. Thought that was really dope. I sold another book to my Uber driver. My Uber driver who grabbed me from the airport actually bought a book, so that was dope. And he's also a writer too, so I grabbed one of his. So yeah, and it you know that's like an example of like I said, it's a perfect work trip when i'm going out of town and i'm doing these trips my homegirl jazz gave me some bookstores to check out in cali it's a blog i write for out in new orleans urban orleans they gave me some book places to check out so this is what i want to do like anytime i'm going out of town and marketing and promoting my book if i can sell some books while i'm there Put some books in bookstores and possibly network with another podcast and get on their show. And, you know, if they allow me to promote my book that way, bro, I'm with all that. Some great trip. Thank you so much again. Studio 56, Shrine Cultural Center. City showed me crazy love. When I got there Saturday, um, what did I do Saturday like did the did the book thing got that squared away later that night i went to the oak had a good time ate some food vibe that sunday i was in seaside i'm a west seaside at when i'm in houston i go to seaside period food always good vibes always good it's just my go-to i need to find a new spot <laughs> um asap uh didn't go to prospect park this time i'll probably catch i'll probably catch the vibes next time and Monday, I did the Studio 56 podcast. They welcomed me on their show. So Studio 56 podcast is an extension of Urban Politicians TV. And if you've seen Urban Politicians TV, they have a lot of, um, they got a lot of content on YouTube. And they got like 98,000 followers or something like, subscribers, excuse me, on YouTube. Big platform, big following, and so the Studio 56 podcast is like their podcast leg that they do. They welcome me on the show. Like, them guys don't, I don't think they ever have women 
<laughs> on their show. Like they're like a they're a guys guys podcast, but for them to just welcome me on the show, they did not have to do that. They damn show didn't have to support my book the way they did. Like that was just that was just dope. And you know, obviously I wanna touch where readers are, right? I want to touch different readers and I want to go in spaces where black women who read are, but I also want to touch spaces where, you know, you might not be like the audience may not be the biggest readers, but I'm on there. I do a little bit of book promotion and I do a little bit of giving my views on this, this, and this, and it might be like, you know what? Let me go check her book out. So for me, it's all about like, yeah, I, I always want to make sure I'm touching the right people so I can get the 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 best results per se. But I also want to make sure that I'm touching new audiences, right? And I'm just, I'm getting in good with new people. So that was the vibes. Really great show. I had so much fun. Like, you know, you get into a podcast and they be like, oh, well, we be recording for two hours. <laughs> you think to yourself, goddamn, two hours. But then you when you get into the conversation the shit flies you know what i'm saying it just flies by so good vibes just just welcome vibes you feel at home with the vibes so i was good i was happy i was i felt real good i felt real comfortable there so shout out to them um so yeah uh just a just a good good work trip i came back feeling great inspired and i will be in new york saturday brooklyn let me get the address hold on so y'all can come pop out on me. Let me see, girl. Let me see. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, it's called the it's called the Black Book Swap Pop Up. And what it is, and it's in Brooklyn, seven twenty four Prospect Place, Brooklyn, from twelve to four this Saturday, May twenty first. So basically, what it is, black writers from the city come in and we swap books with one another right so you give me you give me your novel girl and i'm gonna give you one of mine and the idea is you really planting your seed in the city so i'm giving out you know what i mean i'm i'm swapping out my books with other writers and readers i'm planting my seed there and that is really what these trips are about for me and girl we're gonna we're gonna get to the topics in a minute jam i know i'm just running my mouth but that's what I really want to do because word of mouth, when you're a writer, that's everything. So just like I sold two books in Houston and I put three um, at the Shrine Center, right? So I planted my seeds there. So people come across my book and it's like, girl, I just I just read this book. So she's going to tell another person in Houston and that person going to tell somebody and, they, and that person going to buy one and this person going to buy one and you done planted your seed in the city. Now people... In Houston, Texas, know that you don't wrote this book and they've read your book and they are enjoying your book. People in Brooklyn finna get my book, share it with a friend. That friend gonna tell somebody about it. This friend gonna read it. You know what I mean? It's just really all about planting these seeds, state to state to state to state to state. And you can do that online too. Don't get don't get me wrong, but I just feel like if I can just get out there, if I can afford to get out there and meet people um one of my my girls who who interviewed me chrissy speaks for her podcast she said she's pulling up i can't wait to meet her you know that's how you just 
continue to connect with people and vibe with people. So I'm really feeling that. I'm liking the in-person interaction. It's been just good vibes across the board. I hope to keep it that way. So yeah, I can't wait for the Brooklyn when y'all pull up. Oh, let me let me tell y'all where it's at. Wait a minute. Who is this? Uh, people so aggravated. Um, Cafe Con Libros. So apparently this is like a black-owned coffee says book space supporting writers of color that sort of vibes so yeah i'm just i'm so excited about everything <laughs> i'm just so excited y'all know i hate to fly so for me to get out there and be on damn planes back to back like this girl you know i'm grinding i'm i'm really really pushing it so yeah I, i'm just really really happy i'm just really happy i don't even know like just my heart is just completely full with the love that i've been getting on this book so i'm i'm exhausted as fuck <laughs> i'm tired but it just feel good as hell just to get out there and people just show you this type of love for real like damn like people really rocking with me and my book and just everything and i'm just grateful as hell so with that being said girl we don't spend 11 minutes talking about me and my shit <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about some whatever um <clears throat> Oh, excuse me. I hate clearing my throat. That's like my biggest pet peeve. I hate clearing my throat on the show. It just seems so unprofessional, girl. Let me take a sip of something, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I had a, a episode queued up last week. I told y'all I was recording two back-to-back so we can have one queued up. And, you know, that that one was really just more or less about crazy-ass DMs I've been getting as of late. It was a key key. It was cute. We'll drop it. We'll drop it soon. But I wanted to talk about this Keisha Cole, Antonio Brown situation, girl. Because I was looking at it on the plane. And, whew, bitch, it is a lot. It is a, it, it is a lot. I, you know... Oh, so many things. Bitch, <laughs> so many things. I feel so many ways. Like, girl. Um, where do y'all want to start? So, Keisha Cole has been alluding that she to the fact that she's been dealing with dating whatever Antonia Brown for it's been like a month, a couple weeks, something like that. It was on social media. She got the little A B tattoo and they've been, you know, seen together and they doing a whole little you know, kiki and y'all know for y'all who don't know who are th- who the girls who not the sports girls like myself. Um, Antonio Brown's football player, y'all know he he was doing all kinds of shit. <laughs> Antonio Brown just off the chain. But yeah, so they're 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 have their thing going. And I guess today, like Keisha Cole posted something about something something. I was tripping, you know, Basically, like, the love wasn't there like I thought it was type shit. She didn't put no ad on it. But everybody, as a collective, assumed she was talking about Antonio Brown. And then Antonio Brown is... Y'all know how I feel about outing people and putting people out and putting people on. But, like, y'all know how I feel about it. Y'all know that's my pet peeve. Y'all know, bitch, I don't like that. He got his ass... I guess he was on live and was like... Um, Keisha Cole, we don't want you. Like, I don't want you type shit, bitch. Like, 
like, bitch, I don't want you. And, you know, Keisha kind of just been on this vibe. Like, she was, she been happy. She never, like, officially said she was with him. But she got the AB tattoo. And then she was commenting on something he posted. So, he posted a video of her tattoo. And something to the... Girl, I ain't got it in front of me, child. I'm just giving you out a cliff notes. Something to the effect of... He smashing R&B divas. And Keisha Cole had got under his under that video and was actually like apologizing to him for upsetting him in some way. Keisha bitch, stand up. So yeah. That's her boo. Like you can pretty much conclude that that's her boo. That's her babe. And um okay. So fast forward, Antonio Brown dropped that video. Talking about, you know, we don't want you, Keisha Cole. I'm a player, da 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 Like, pretty, like, really making her seem like she was on groupie time. Or, like, she, you know, she was just on his dick or some shit. Y'all know I don't like that type of shit. Y'all know I don't like that out and shit. <laughs> like, y'all know I don't like d- that type. And to me, this kind of felt like a bitch being outed. It was embarrassing. I didn't like watching it. I didn't want to hear it. It felt like one of them things that you're not supposed to hear. Right? Like, it feels like a conversation that I was like, ooh, I don't want to be privy to that girl. Ooh, I'm so mad I even had to hit it. It's, oh, it was hard to listen to, bitch. It was hard to listen to. It was hard to listen to. I didn't like that for my girl, Keisha. Not one bit. I just felt like, first of all, you don't want her. Now, she ain't never said your name on fucking social media. She done commented on your shit. And even um, Antonio Brown, baby mama, was like, she Keisha asked me to put hands on him for that disrespectful ass comment when he posted something about he fucking R&B divas or whatever. And shit, I'm with the baby mama. To me, and we on the outside looking here, girl. We don't know what's what. But... Everybody calling Keisha Cole stupid. Everybody's saying she's so dumb and bitch, you should have known. And you know what type of nigga he is. You know he ain't all the way there. You know he just pretty much a stunt queen. Like, da-da-da-da-da. He ain't shit. But, is she stupid? Of course. <laughs> bitch, duh. It's giving big girl stupid. But bitch, we all man stupid for a nigga. Stop playing. Like, y'all, y'all hoes sit on the internet. Y'all sit high and look low, boy. Because, bitch, you would think y'all hoes ain't never been done for a nigga. Ain't never did nothing stupid, outlandish for a nigga. Like, y'all so picture perfect. Y'all so suited up on game. And, you know, and the reality is you bitches are not. You not. That's the reality. Y'all not. Like, y'all just. Y'all not. Y'all done been Keisha Cole before. Y'all probably done been Keisha Cole a couple times. The only difference is y'all shit ain't went viral. Y'all ain't famous, so it didn't hit the internet. And if it did, nobody cares, right? Okay. So. (sighs) Here's the thing. I'm not finna get that lady too much. I seen Keisha Cole made her tweets private or whatever. Because the internet was doing too much. That'll irritate the fuck out of me. Like, the internet is doing way too much 
she protected her tweets. So if you ain't following her, you can't see shit she's saying. Y'all gotta understand, like, that's fucking embarrassing. No matter how you wanna slice it and dice it, I don't care how bad of a bitch you is, how fine you is, that shit embarrassing, bro. Embarrassing is fuck. That shit is embarrassing. It's one thing for a nigga to dog you out. It's a whole nother thing when he do that shit live on social media for everybody to see. Bitch, that's a whole nother type of embarrassment. So, I'm not finna get that lady too much. Like, for her to make her tweets private and do all that shit. <coughs> excuse me. Ew, I hate that for me. Um, She's embarrassed. She's humiliated and she's sick of seeing y'all shit and what y'all got to say. Rightfully fucking so, because y'all were wearing that lady out. Y'all was, when I seen Keisha Cole trending, I already knew y'all was wearing her ass out. But I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to just call her stupid. Like, we done all seen the best in a nigga that we ain't had no business seeing the best in. We done all fucked with a nigga that deep, 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 deep down, you knew this nigga wouldn't shit. This nigga ain't finna cuff you. This nigga ain't finna give you no type of real stability love none of that shit but you really like that nigga or you really love that nigga and you really want to fuck with him and you you know what i'm saying you just really feeling him and y'all can say what y'all want these niggas be slick seeing a lot of smooth ass shit so y'all don't know what that man was telling that damn lady y'all don't know what the hell abs was over there saying to keisha she went and got his damn initials tatted. So, obviously, he was talking that bit boy shit. I don't, you know, I don't know her. I don't know any of them. I don't know these people from goddamn Adam. Right? But, you know, you go get a nigga name tatted. You think y'all got some shit going on. That's just what it is. And you think y'all got some shit going on based on what that nigga done told you. Period. Niggas be sitting up saying all kind of fly shit. So that's why I'm not finna give Keisha too much because I know how niggas talk game is. That man could have gave her all kind of promises of, oh, we gonna be this, we gonna be that, we gonna be that, da, 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 da. Y'all just don't know. So I don't really feel like it's fair to give Keisha all that smoke for real. Like, give her all that. Like, you're dumb, you're this and you're that. I can't give her that. I can't get that lady that she was feeling him and at one point he made her think that he was feeling her bitch we done all been a every woman i've been a i don't know about men i'm not a man i can't speak to it but every woman i've been a you think you vibing with this nigga y'all got some little shit going on and boom this nigga got a whole baby on the way this nigga got a whole nother bitch this nigga or this nigga just telling people that he don't even really fuck with you like that he telling you that he fuck with you like that but this nigga telling his homeboys the game. This nigga standing up laughing at you. Telling everybody that he don't fuck with you like that. We just, we done all had a fuck nigga before. And y'all be trying to get on social media like y'all so exempt. No, baby. Your shit just ain't came to the motherfucking light. Which is also okay. Because, bitch, you don't want to come into the light. Because this is the result. You was a damn trending topic. Period. So, I'm not here to give that girl too much. I, I just hate this for her. It seems like Keisha Cole always be taking L's with her niggas. Always. Did she like, I think she egged Lil Bow Wow call. And then she allegedly fought a bitch over Birdman. And 
Hun Jeezy had that they debacle, and then of course, you know, she got a divorce. It's like, mm. but we we just we all know somebody who just picked the wrong niggas. That's just probably what this is. She's probably one of them people who you know picked the wrong niggas. And then Keisha Mama just died. Her mom, her mama just died. I think her adoptive dad just died. She been through a lot lately, like just in recent. She been through a lot, and I can tell you from experience, bitch. When you grieving, you the most vulnerable. So it's real easy for somebody offering you comfort to come into your life and wreak motherfucking habit because when you is grieving and you experience that loss, bitch. Now I can't attest for the shit that happened before the loss, Keisha. I don't know, girl. I don't know, chat. But I can say from experience, when you are going through that type of grief, bitch, you you'll look for anything that feel comfortable. Bitch, you'll latch on to anything. That's why people turn to drugs. That's why people turn to to, to drinking. I will be the first bitch to admit when my cousin London died, bitch, drunk drunk was an understatement. Now, I've always been the type of drinker. I've always been the type of drinker, like, I like to do my shit in the house. If I'm going to get sloppy, I want to do it in the house. I don't like to be sloppy in the club. But coming home, getting pissy-ass drunk at the crib every day, yeah, that was the vibe. I, I can't even really comprehend my cousin whole, like, awake. Bitch, I was, I, I was big drunk. You hear me, my, my two best friends, Rachel and my other best friend at the time, literally... They walking like arm and arm, walking me up to the casket like I'm a mess, bitch. So I understand, I understand looking for comfortable shit while you grieving, bitch. I understand it, and it's so easy. Shit, even when my grandma died, I might have, you know what I'm saying, been you, uh, 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 with a nigga I ain't had no business. <laughs> you feel me? Cause. I needed something that felt good, that felt comfort. I needed to feel comfort in the moments. Even if it ain't good for you, you just be looking for something to just, just latch on to. And just something to, I don't want to say keep your mind off it because it's not no keeping your mind off it, but something to, when your mind is on it and you really fucked up, something to, to tell you like bitch you gonna be good like you know just something around you that feel good even if it ain't good for you period i know that shit all too fucking well and it's easy to get sucked in with people or things that just don't mean you no fucking good why you grieving it's easy to do that shit bitch big easy like it is so easy to be like you know what I'ma just rock with this. Like, yeah, a nigga, a nigga might be showing you his whole ass true colors, but you you need that little bit of comfort that he offering because you just in a real emotional, fragile state. So that's why I'm not gonna give her too much. Cause yeah, like I know that I, that grief is powerful. And I can't imagine losing two people that you love back to back like that you know like i said i i don't know why keisha made the, the, the dating decisions that she made before this that questionable shit 
You know what I'm saying? But in this situation, I don't even know that lady. I'm just speculating. I can see how and Antonio Brown can come in and swoop a bitch up off their feet. You feel me? Like, I, I wholeheartedly see how that can happen. Wholeheartedly. So, I'm not finna give her too much. Um, Hopefully, she got her goods. Has two artists queued up. They can go ahead and throw a nice little butterfly over that AB. That she done put on her back. Real cute little I vibes. You know, real good with the sketch vibes. Color vibes. She can get that shit up off her body. <laughs> quickly. But, as far as Antonio Brown, I just thought that shit was corny. Big or corny. And he got a questionable history with dating anyway. And from my understanding, I thought Antonio Brown only liked the white bitches. So, I mean, yeah, given his track record, a normal state of mind bitch would not fuck with him. Not no black woman, no Tino Shade. Like, Antonio Brown don't even take me as the type of man that like black women. Not even the light skin kind. Like, he don't take me as that type of dude. He dead ass said racism don't exist. Um, his children's mother, you know, is white. Like he just don't take me as the type of dude that even like black women, especially the type of black woman like Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole kind of hood. His baby mama is real prissy, prissy white girl vibes. Like all the way white, not the white girl with the BBLs that's pretending to be black. Oh no, ma'am. Antonio Brown baby mama uh, Chelsea is a white woman all the way white like caucasian like white girl blonde hair blue hair, you know what i'm saying blue eyes white girl like just regular white girl and i appreciate them type of white girls <laughs> i really do i appreciate the white girls who just want to be regular classic white girls like i can appreciate them but that's his baby mama so even when i seen him with akisha cole i'm like this don't even look like his type of vibe like I was like, first thing that came to my mind, it's only about they black women. <laughs> like, bitch, I was confusion. But, okay, you know, maybe he needed a little brown sugar in a coffee. However, and just given, you know, his track record, Antonio Brown just ain't the type of nigga you a chat for, for real. Like, yeah, that's just the type you stood clear of. But, again, you know, you don't know what was being said to her. Like, you don't know what he was telling her, what type of game he was spitting. You know, he might have laid a little uh-uh-uh down. My my good sis might not have had that uh-uh-uh in a minute. You feel me? A tongue game might have been a dick game might have been uh you it, oh yeah, <laughs> you just don't know. You don't know. You don't you don't know what make people fall for people like because I know some bitches now with some bum ass niggas and I just be looking like bitch, what did he have to say? What did he have to do? Like Bitch, what did that nigga do to get you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But to each his own. My single ass tries not to, you know, be judgmental, girl. But anyway, ah, leave my leave my good sis alone. <laughs> yeah, man, prayers up for Big Keish. I I don't I don't wish ill on her or any woman who goes through that type of situation because you just don't ever know when it's your turn and it's just not smart and i i have in the past i'm not exempt from it of course i've you know looked at a situation and be like oh it can never be me bitch i don't never be me and then it was me it was me child it done been oh girl that whole stupid she dumb she did 
It'll never be me. Whole time, Chad. It was me, Chad. Whole time, girl. It became me. <laughs> so, I just try not to give people too much. Like, honestly, I just try not to give people too much. I try to give people grace. Especially with relationship shit. I do be calling some of y'all girls dumb, though. <laughs> but I'm getting better. I'm getting a lot better, girl. So what else is going on in the world? I don't think I talked about the Young Thug Gunner thing. Shit, I don't think we talked since all that jumped off. Y'all want to switch gears? Y'all want to talk about Gunner and YSL and, and Young Thug and all that? First things first, when this whole Young Thug arrest came out, my mind instantly went to his child. The one that just lost um its mom. Y'all remember what it was last month, the month before Young Thug, baby mama got killed at the bowling alley. And now he's in prison. That's what I thought about. That's who my mind instantly went to. I didn't really think much about the charges and none of that shit, girl. I was thinking about Young Thug has a child. I don't I think it's a son. I'm pretty sure it's a son. But he got a son that just lost their mother. And now their dad is facing this huge ass, monumental ass case that really could result in them going thug going to jail for a really long time. So it's a it's a it's a young man out here who is without both parents, who is still actively grieving and hurting from the loss of their mom. And now they dad gone. You know what I'm saying? And then they got to see on the internet all of these charges and accusations against their dad. Like, it's a lot. And then, of course, it's like um, a lot of, you know, not stereotypes. What I'm trying to say. Conspiracy theories. And people just like, yo. They're saying pretty much that young thugs baby mama was killed as a result of his feud with Lucci. That's a lot. That That's kind of a lot for a kid to process. Ain't no kind of about it. That is a lot. I just, I, I hate that. That's who I instantly thought of. And then aside from that, I thought of all the people who depend on Young Thug, Gunna, um, the rest of YSL, like you got to understand, people, bills and and things are being paid by these folks. You hear me? People's livelihood, thug mama, gunna mama, you know, people's families. You know, you know how it is. It's a millionaire in the family. That person is taking care of everybody. So you got a whole network of people scrambling you got a network of people who may not have worked in a minute because they they family member them put them in position where you could go to school you could start a business you could do whatever you could focus on that and i'm gonna help you i got enough money to go around so i start thinking about those people like damn uh, you know a lot of people is a little shaking and then i began to think about um all of the charges and I didn't read the whole indictment. Let me tell you right now, I'm not really your legal girl, right? Like, I'm not the, the, the legal 
girl. So it be a lot I don't understand. That's why it be a lot I don't speak on. But what I did gather is that they put a lot of time and resources into this investigation with bringing down YSL. And they used a lot of social media content to bring down YSL. For instance, I think it was Yak Gotti. He's a YSL member. And YSL is Young Thug's like record label, his imprint for y'all who don't know. And uh, he took a picture, I think, standing on like Lucci's car. And at the time, I guess on social media, it was a big thing. Lucci and, and Thugger and Yak Gotti, they all went back and forth about this picture. That was in the indictment. Um, Young Thug allegedly rented a car that was used in a murder. That was in the indictment. And then they used all these lyrics to piece together all of this shit. Child, it was... It was an absolute shit show. It it really was a mess. And then, what else? What else happened? Oh, so what I found to be really interesting, a lot of people, you know, they try to downplay the beef shit. And they try to be like, oh, niggas doing it for social media. Well, allegedly, Lucci and Thugger beef is very real. And Thug allegedly, you got to say allegedly, girl, because we was not there. We don't know none of this shit to be true. Free all the guys, right? Lucy and Thug. But, and Gunna, and all of them. But, um, they're saying Thug tried to get Lucy killed from in prison. And that comes at a time, like a few weeks ago, reports came out that Lucy was attacked some kind of way while in prison a lot of that so yeah they trying to stick it to young thug and gonna and y'all gotta correct me if i'm wrong again i don't always understand legal shit so i try not to speak on it much but did i read correctly or hear correctly that they have been investigating this whole ysl thing for like nine years and supposedly 50 people had been killed in that time did i hear was it nine years was it four years i read or heard or something that this investigation been going on for x amount of years and within those years 50 people were killed as a result of Wyatt cell um and their little their reign on the city now and again, if I'm wrong, correct me. That's why I'm asking because, you know, if I don't know, girl, I got to ask. I don't know. But if you know for sure, like, even if you knew about 10 murders, wouldn't you go, like, rally them up after the 10? Like, why would you wait for the 50? I don't know. Y'all got to explain that part to me. That's the part I really didn't quite understand and I know a lot of people was going at that point. Like, y'all sat around and watched 50 people be murdered. It just, it's weird to me. But I could be receiving that information wrong as well. So, y'all just chime in and let me know, do I got that right? But whole investigation just looks very bad as far as Gunner goes. 
they kind of just got him as being an affiliate. I didn't really see any real charges. To me, it seems like his charges were the weakest. And he has the best chance of walking scot-free. You know, but I guess we just got to see how this shit going to play out. We just got to see, girl. We got to, we have to sit back and see, like, what's going to happen. I don't want to see none of them folks. I don't want to see Thug and Gunna go away. Because not so long ago, like, Thug announced that he was building a slime city. And it's, like, there's all these acres of land that he got. And he's building all these businesses on it. And then him and Gunna did the thing some months back where they paid the bond for all like non-violent offenders who was in the jail so you know they've been doing a lot of good unfortunately though when you got a rico case and a case as big as this one somebody is gonna have to go to, to jail somebody is going so it's just it's gonna be real interesting to see as they keep leaking these details, girl, I try to report on it with my non-legal understanding. Ass, don't don't depend on me for your news, bitch, because <laughs> I might see you wrong, girl. But I'm not gonna touch too much on the Buffalo murder. I'm not in I'm not in the right headspace to tackle that. I seen it, but I didn't see it. I haven't really read up on it. To be honest, I'm not going to. Um, yeah, I'm just not going to. But I do want to send my condolences to everybody. All 10 victims, black victims who lost their lives during that shooting up in Buffalo. I just, I I couldn't wrap my mind around it then. And I'm not going to try to wrap my mind around it. It's too much. It's too much for me where I'm at right now to process that. So, like I've seen it and I just kept scrolling I haven't, I just haven't, I haven't, and I'm not, I, I personally, I can't take that right now, I don't know about y'all, I don't know where y'all are mentally, but right now, I just, I can't do it, I cannot do it mentally, I'm just not there to receive it, I'm just not, but my, my heart, my condolences goes out to them, if you see some GoFundMe's for the family, please donate. If I haven't seen any yet, but if it's any, you know, for the funeral costs or anything like that, if you got an extra five, ten to spare, please go ahead and donate to whew, to those causes, girl. But <clears throat> yeah, I can't do it. But um, what what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? We not we not gonna do too much. We're not gonna do too much sadness, girl. Um, Young Miami, Young Miami, and uh, Diddy side chick. <laughs> y'all, y'all wanna go there or not? <clears throat> y'all wanna go there or not? Real quick. And I'ma say this, and I know a lot of you woke girls are not gonna agree, which is fine. Which is, you know, totally fine. It's fine. It's pretty fine. Um, a lot of the, the judgment, Judy's on the timeline, they're not going to agree. Also fine, very fine. <laughs> but um, long story short, Diddy's long-term boo, one of his, you know, Diddy got hoes, yeah. One of them, by the name of Gina, she was at the Billboard Awards supporting her man, her sometime man. 
this weekend, child, and she wanted a little attention. Gina, her name is Gina. Gina wanted some attention, child. Gina wanted y'all to know that, bitch, I'm still around and he's still fucking with me. And as we know, Young Miami, Diddy is Young Miami sugar daddy. Let's just call a thing a goddamn thing. And I've seen a lot of the judgment, Judy girls dragging y'all Miami, bitch. That ain't your man and both of y'all look stupid. Young Miami don't look stupid at all. Young Miami is doing what the fuck she's supposed to do. Period. Young Miami is doing what young miami is supposed to do she's doing what city girls has preached and preached and preached and preached since they got here she's she's staying on brand bitch that's what that's what young miami's doing bitch. she's staying on brand she said i fucked your nigga and i'm not coming off your nigga period that's what it is that's what it is y'all don't have to like it but you will respect it. You don't have to like it. That's her sugar daddy. Diddy is her sugar daddy. We knew that from day one that Diddy was young Miami sugar daddy. She got the big fish. And she should. Bitch, let me tell you something. If I was fucking a billionaire, let's be, let's just be very clear. If I was fucking a billionaire, okay, I don't care who else he fucking. I'm not coming off that shit either. What are you talking about? Bitch, I have a whole nother happy ass, happy home with with my actual boyfriend and still be fucking on a billionaire. I'm just going to call a thing a thing. If I'm fucking on a billionaire, I'm not coming up off that shit either. Only way you'll get me to come up off it is if I really love my nigga. <laughs> like, I got to really love a nigga over here. But, bitch, before I go, I'm finna collect, I'm finna collect money like Infinity Stones. Coin, 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 bitch. She doing what she's supposed to do. And people was dragging young Miami, you know, telling her that's not her nigga. So city girl, to be a city girl, is it's actually like, it's a cultural thing. It's a lifestyle. I'm going to do a fucking study on this shit one day. And that lifestyle entails exactly what's going on. Fucking... Rich niggas, not really getting your feelings involved, having a good time, having a sugar daddy, like getting you a nigga that spend and just doing that and not falling in love and not being in love, like just having a good time. And that's what's happening here. And I think a lot of traditional women or women who are still super pro-marriage, it's nothing wrong with being pro-marriage. I don't think they can quite understand or comprehend it because they've never had it. And I'm not here to glorify it. I'm not here to say, you know, be a city girl, be a city girl. I'm not here to say any of that. But that is the lifestyle. You don't have to understand it. I don't think, young Miami, I don't think any woman who's dealing with a dude and she's fully aware that he got other bitches... She's fully aware that this will never be my complete and utter nigga. This will never be my man. But while I'm single and while I'm not dealing with nobody else and I got this dude over here who's spending, spoiling me, showing me the world, giving me the world, giving me whatever I ask for because he has endless money to spare. I'm going to continue fucking with him. I think a lot of women just can't understand that. 
And it is okay to be dealing with somebody and not have like a super strong attachment or be okay with the fact that y'all not in a committed relationship if y'all done already discussed this. It's not okay when you think that y'all are in a committed relationship and you think that y'all got something oh so strong and and then you find out. Now that's not okay. That's cheating. <laughs> okay, that's that's a nigga dogging you out. That's not okay. But I think a lot of women get so hung up on this idea of committed relationship and women are you supposed to do this and you're supposed to do that and I, I'm I'm with it every woman wants to be loved and to be in a committed and loving relationship with a man that treats them well and respect them and all that of course we want that shit but until you get it is there something wrong with dating and having fun and not really getting your feelings attached and saying, okay, I'm going to have fun with this dude. He's, you know, he taking care of me. He want to have a little fun. I'm going to have a little fun. And nobody's going to get their feelings about it's nothing wrong with that. And I think sometimes women, we so conditioned that we're supposed to have this happily ever after that. We try to build that shit with every nigga. So when we see a bitch like a young Miami who is just having her way, just having a good time, you want to call them dumb and it's off-putting and it's this and it's that and it's this and it's that. And sometimes it's not. It's To me, that's just two people with an understanding. She said, I fucked your nigga which tells me that young Miami is full aware, fully aware that this man has other women. And she's fully okay with that. And I'm okay that she's okay with that. And y'all should be okay that she's okay with that. And it's not a self-respect thing. Everybody want to throw this self-respect, self-respect. Y'all ain't got, y'all hosts don't got no self-respect. It could never be me. It could never be you because you're not in a lifestyle. Of course, it could never be you. You're not fucking on a billionaire. It could never be you. You're not in that lifestyle. It could never be you. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Literally, it could never be you. You know, and it just goes back to the judgmental thing. A lot of women just so quick to say what they won't do because they never been in a situation. Y'all are so quick to say. He don't want neither one of y'all. Y'all don't think young Miami knows that? She clearly said, I fucked your nigga. Again, words mean things. Your your nigga, I, I'm knowledgeable that you have other bitches, period. But I'm going to continue fucking. Like, hello, it's just, you know, I don't know. I, I think, bitch, just have fun. That's, that's just the bottom line. When you are single, ladies, listen to me, daughter. When you single, bitch, it is okay to be single. It's okay to do single bitch activities. Such as fucking with somebody and it's really on some casual shit. We don't have to fall in love with every nigga that we fuck with. It can be on some casual shit. We can go on dates. We can get fine. We could get cute. We can step out on a Friday with our little friend. 
Why you single? Hell yeah, bitch. Like, I think it's just a lot of women dating to marry. But every nigga ain't marriage material. And that's okay. That's okay. Every nigga is not marriage material and that's okay. But it's also okay. You bored on a Friday night. That nigga asks you out. You want to get cute? Yeah, go go have dinner. Go to the club. Go turn up. It's all on his dime. Just enjoy yourself. We are, we are too conditioned to just on some date to marry, date to marry, you know. And and all the t- every man ain't marriage material. And until you find one that is, I just see nothing wrong with having a good time and enjoying yourself. That's all I'm saying. I think Miami is doing just that. I think Miami would have kept being super quiet about all this shit if this Gina girl didn't start egging her on gina was clearly bothered that young miami was there gina was in the crowd young miami i believe she was a presenter her and jt city girls they were presenter at the awards i didn't watch the awards diddy hosted it but she was there i'm sure diddy other bitches was in the crowd like if and that's another thing to bitches like gina you gonna fuck with a nigga that got all these hoes and you're gonna claim you cool with it then be cool with it you claim you cool with it. You claim you enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? You've you been content being one of many, so just continue being content. You want to throw subs because you seen a bitch on stage with a nigga and hanging out with a nigga. Now you're just, you just so upset. You just so in your feelings you can't take it because your Miami is a fellow celebrity. She's a celebrity. You are not. Right? So your Miami is in these same spaces that you are not going to be invited to. And now you felt the way about that shit. But if you're going to be one of many, sweetie, you're going to have to stand on that. You cannot play this role of casually dating a nigga knowing he got other bitches, but then getting your feeling when you see him with said bitches. It don't work like that. Now, that lifestyle don't cause for all these goddamn feelings and all this messy shit. Come on now. And I think if Gina would have never said shit, you know, Miami would have never said shit. But you poked the bell. You gonna get your ass growled at. <laughs> Period. Point blank. But um, yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I, I think, you know, young Miami was very content from the outside looking in. It just seemed like she was very content, you know, just being with her older sugar daddy and living her life. And she wasn't gonna say shit until this bitch came out the shadows and decided that she wanted to make her little presence known, chill. So interesting interesting girl it was interesting but i am about to wrap this episode up (laughs) this is going against my short episode rule girl i just wanted to come in here and get my little two cents um it's been a lot going on that's why i'm like oh we can get into that dms episode another day i also have an interview dropping with head crack he's doing a celebrity boxing with Kimbo Slice Jr., I should have that for y'all sometime this weekend. Maybe while I'm in New York. I'm not sure yet. But, um, yeah. Girl, we are out of here. We out of here, girl. This damn episode went over an hour, yeah. And I told y'all that I was done with these long-ass episodes. But, anyway, sis. Thank you guys for coming to rock with me on a Wednesday. A whole-ass Wednesday, new day vibes. We're gonna see how we like it. Y'all let me know though, because I'm not the one listening, girl. So, y'all the ones who have to tune in 
and uh let me know if y'all are feeling the wednesday vibes or you like the monday vibes you like to kick off your week with the katish podcast or are you good with you know a midweek a midweek wind down that's what we on so let me know again my debut novel in the wicked we trust out now on amazon barnes and noble or you can go pick it up live in stores if you're in houston texas at the shrine cultural center come see me in brooklyn may 21st i'm outside i'm outside i'm outside follow me on instagram the fine author that's his i or the cake dish official girl and uh until then i'ma see you girls later and we will chat later girl love y'all love y'all love y'all let me know how y'all feel about the new day and as always this episode was brought to you by anchor shout out to anchor for you know all of the podcasting needs all you gotta do crank your phone out open the anchor app push record and just like that you are a podcaster girl Best thing about it is it is totally free, period. Big free vibes. So, download the Anchor app if you got podcasting ambitions, if you want to join the gang. And, uh, yeah, that's what it is. Anchor is is T. They're giving the girls hope. So, I'm going to see you girls later. I'm about to get in him. Unpack from Houston. Repack for New York. Love y'all. And I'm going to see y'all next week. <laughs>